Radio Nova. Hello, welcome back to Snacker Ikinosk. So we've been talking all about celebrities and do they really have their own rights to privacy? This is what we've been discussing and now it is all about 2000s. If you know me, you know that I'm a 2000s girl. Everything 2000s, amazing. And what came in the 2000s is Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. This is a name we've not had for a while. I have not heard Mary Kate and Ashley. Honestly, also. I don't know where they are. I feel like are they? I think they're like one running more. a fashion empire or something. Really one are. was married to a French guy, very <gasps> rich French guy, really much York. older than her. And yeah, yeah uh, by ten or twenty years, mm-hmm. and they got a divorce. But it was complicated because it was under COVID, <gasps> so she couldn't move out. Like there was restriction, and nothing could be done. It was horrible. But yeah. See, we don't even know these people, but listen, we know their whole life (laughs) stories. We really do. But if to those people who live under a rock or are too old, if you're not too old, (laughs) too young, too young to know who Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen is, icons. I cannot imagine a world. (laughs) They they are known from um, a series called the what is it called? The Full House. The Full House. Oh, The Full House. I love Mm -hmm. them. So anyways, they have been on the spotlight and they have decided to go a little bit away from the spotlight, like in 2010, around there. Mm -hmm. That's when they were like, this is enough. I've had enough. (laughs) I've had enough. And that's because... They got so tired of every time going to the press, like if they're doing an article, they're doing whatever, their words always get twisted. It might not get twisted the first time around because maybe that article will be like, this is what they said, da 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 And then two, three weeks later, another like tabloid will pick it up and say, the, the, uh, the uh, Olsen twins said this. And it's just something completely wrong. And like whatever they do, they're always wrong. And just they always make headlines for nothing that really said. So they were like, you know what, I'm done. So they went on to do um, their fashion brand. And they're thriving now. And they're like keeping for themselves and just living Living their lives. And in 2021, um, she set the record straight during an interview with Harper Bizarre. This is Ashley Ashley Olsen. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Um, This is why she no longer shares details of her private lives with fans. I've been international about setting boundaries between the stage persona and my personal life. It can be easy to lose yourself very quickly in this industry. It takes your spirits, your lights, and then spits it out of you. In this business, so much of your life um, goes not belonging to you unless you fight for it. I fought to protect my sanity, my privacy, because the quality of my life depended on it. A lot of who I am is um, is reserved for the people I love and trust. Those who don't know me might interrupt that as being closed off. So yeah, so that's like what she what's what she said in her own words. And mm. when I read that, I just really started digesting of. Why don't we give celebrities their own private lives? We have a... Um, if you've listened to this episode from beginning, we've had this spectrum that we've been talking about, but we have a celebrity spectrum. Mm-hmm. And in this way, I'm thinking that we have the Kardashians, we have people who are deliberately documenting their lives, their yeah. children, their b- sorrows, their highs, their everything. And that's their decision to make. Mm-hmm. While we have actors, we have singers, we have other people who just real want to... Real artists. <laughs> we have real okay, artists. we are making a difference here. That's influencers, yeah. people with talent. which is a yeah. new breed. Mm-hmm. And people who are making a, a living of a skill. 
Yeah. Yep. So we have like that wide range of people. So why do we take the extreme to the people who really don't want to share their sex lives? Mm-hmm. Like, listen, take Cardi B. She shares everything and she's fine with it. It's like she's had an Instagram live and she was like, I love talking about my life. Like, I want to share my life with you because you are the people who gave me this life. Like she was a stripper. Like she was out here giving how to wipe your ass with this long ass nail. Oh my God, please. And I'm looking at her. It's absolutely (laughs) hilarious. And I'm looking at her like, I really didn't need to know this, but thank you for Mm. sharing it with me. What a queen. What a queen. So I'm like, you know what? That was on her. That is on mm. what she wanted to do. And yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like it's a spectrum. This is how I'm going to look look at celebrity life from now on. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. It's like the high-key people versus the low-key people. Yeah. It's like, but we also have like Sarah Jessica Parker from Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. We have Eva Mandanas from Hitch. Cameron Diaz from Holiday. And Kate Winslet from The Holiday as well. Like um, Kate and Cameron played these two girls who kind of moved each from mm. their cities to I, each other's cities. I've seen it cities. like 10 times. <laughs> You've not watched... I um, never watched. on TV every have year. Have you never watched The Holiday? No. <gasps> it's, on the, it's on TV every year. You can't miss it. How it's have like you awesome. not? Okay, I listen. Do. This <laughs> is your homework for yeah. 2023. It's cute. By the end of this year and you've not watched it, I will haunt you. I will wow. find out where you live. <laughs> okay. I must. I will haunt you. I will, I will take that seriously. You. I would take it. that seriously. It's such an amazing film. It's about like two ladies who have different lives and they're like kind of tired of their lives mm. and they kind of switch houses. And you just follow them, what they're doing. But all of these people are like 2,000 celebrities. And I feel like the early 2,000 celebrities have just died off. They're like, this is not for me. And they all have the same thing in common. Like every interview that I've been reading, they're like, the paparazzi, the interviews, they're just too invasive. They twist your words. They do this. And I'm like, this is, this is deep. Intense. so deep. It feels very deep. And it's also, I feel like it's a small, I'm from a small town, right? Everyone knows your business. Like, that's what you expect from a small town. Can you imagine the whole world knowing your business? Yeah, that's annoying enough when you're from a small uh-huh. town. Yeah. The neighbors so you're walking down the street <laughs> with a beer in your hands. What do you have to say for yourself? Ugh. Can they just <laughs> shut their windows and shut their curtains and not comment on my life? Oh, they don't know away. anything about me. <laughs> well, you don't know anything about me true story <laughs> I don't even like invasive neighbours like if a neighbour asks me a question or asks my family a question I'm just like do you mind please <laughs> yeah. but you do I have don't to talk like to your neighbours you know you have to make friends no, but like, it's you good know, you have know them in your ask, pockets you but know? you know when you ask they ask those questions that you're just like why are you asking me this yeah. right now like yeah. please there's what? a boundary, there's a line. Just see mm. it and use it. And use it. <laughs> and use it. They clearly don't have a life and they clearly don't have TV with mm. reality TV. And Her. and they need to ask you to get that, <laughs> you know, oh, that little high in their day. <laughs> we are talking about celebrities uh, and their privacy. So, are celebrities deserving of privacy? That's the great question, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, without privacy, what happens? Our personal lives, uh, personal issues are exposed to the world and comes in a feeling of humiliation, potentially, maybe harm, mental harm. Uh, And so breaches in personal privacy leads very often to danger and vulnerability vulnerability to crime. Okay. So even with celebrities, privacy is a right that they should not 
be forced to be given up on. Uh, at least I think, some people think, not everybody is on that spectrum. Uh, some people are like, no, no, they're famous. They should tell me everything and I want to know what they're eating for breakfast and uh, how was their last poop. But no, Girl. no, we don't need to know that. Okay. <laughs> we um, so if you take, for example, uh, a celebrity's private information like their address uh, was leaked, then it could be prone to stalkers, to thieves, to obsessive fans. I mean, we saw it uh, recently with the uh, politicians in America, right? Somebody mm. uh, broke in with a hammer to kill one of the... Poli- I can't remember oh. his name. One of the politicians um. in America and the wife was in the house. The, the husband wasn't there, thank God. Otherwise, he would have been killed, I think. But yeah, you know, major breach. Like, And those people have security mm-hmm. and uh, they have huge mansions. They have cameras. So still, that thing still happens. is happening. Um, and we've all heard of obsessive fans everywhere around the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nobody wants that. <laughs> For some reason, you always think of teenage girls when you think of obsessive fans. Oh, it's yeah. so I think, yeah, I think about me when I'm 15. No, One Direction <laughs> obsession was a real thing. But yeah. it's also like, if you want to watch the documentary, there's this documentary about Paris Hilton. Um, how Because there was this big scandal in, like, in the early tw- 2000s, again, 2000s, um, where there was this person who kept on stealing from Paris because mm. she had so many things. So And she always left her door open for one reason or the other and if not the key was under the mat so I don't really know what's going Mm. on there but this guy kept on coming in like every few months and I was like oh I'm gonna steal like ten thousand dollars from this person I'm gonna steal like this old purse old in bunny quotes in the back and he was just like piling up and he got a little bit too cocky at the end Mm. and then he then got caught because he got too cocky but can you imagine people just going into your house yeah it's creepy as hell to think that somebody you don't know has been walking into your home. Mm. It's just a horrible feeling. You have to be a psycho to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely. And uh, he got caught, isn't it? Anyway. Mm. And there was a story about like uh, somebody stalking on the hills in, in California and, and breaking into the houses and stealing mm. stuff. So maybe that's the same guy. Maybe it's the same guy. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't finished watching the documentary. Detective Sabrina. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm working on the case Tiny right enough. now. Right now. Please send me the evidence. FBI. Uh, yes. <laughs> and so, yes, just because your life is on social media, uh, one should not assume that uh, the wish of the celebrities is to be looked at 24-7. But here goes the dichotomy. Being on social media sometimes as the essence of the business that they are representing, right? Sometimes you have to be uh, because you are selling something or because you are doing something that's important. So you have to be on social media. Sometimes for pure flattery, right? Uh, An ego boost or look at me, I need your likes and your love. Uh, But yet still wanting to have a quiet night in public even just go out in a restaurant and not have a breakdown like the last breakdown of uh, Britney Spears Um, but we're not going to go there because it's a long story so justice for Britney though an episode for another day so so that's something very important I think um, privacy and the fact that social media have exploded in the past 20 years I mean we have more and more websites more than we even need mm-hmm. uh, and there's so much competitions between the social media to have the best pictures the best vibe the best whatever a reel the best uh, aesthetic so it's it's non-stop and I think people are kind of fighting for that little you know first pole position 
mm-hmm. at the same time, but yet putting themselves forward and it's it's not healthy either. So it's confusing, I think, for people. Um, I, w- I wanted to touch up on the law in Norway now that's been proposed by the left party. Yeah. Um, which is you should not be using pictures of your children on your social media to sell something, to promote something, which makes sense, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, some people are for, some influencers are for that, and some others are like, no, it's not a problem. Um, Yes. So for those people who think it's not a problem, first of all, uh, you have responsibility for your children as a parent uh, until they're 18. Yeah. Um, And just a reminder that there's a lot of predators on the Internet. There are a lot of them on the streets, but there are a lot of predators on the Internet. The images that you put on the Internet stays on the Internet for the rest of your life. Okay, those pictures are still there. Uh, people are stealing images to repost on porn websites. They're changing your images. They're posting on porn websites. Even your cute little kid in their pajamas. Um, well, you know, it's turning oh somebody God. on. So yeah. think about that. Also, think about your child when he's going to be older. Maybe he's not going to enjoy uh, having all these pictures on social mm. media, in public eye. And maybe your kid doesn't want to have this kind of uh, this kind of life, this kind of publicity. So, I mean, if it was me and I was against it, I would borderline sue my parents, mm. you know, and that would probably create <laughs> mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> so just have a thought about this. And also, uh, putting your kids forward like this is already giving them potentially a habit of, you know, using the phone. There were some parents saying, yeah, but all the kids have a phone when they're seven years old. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, That's when the session. Yes. yes. The kids at school have, have a changed. phone in their backpacks. What kind of phones? What kind of phones are we talking about? An iPhone. What what, what generation? What now? Now. You mean like the generation like the fo- like iPhone 14 or are we talking about like an iPhone 2 gen. Oh, no, 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 an iPhone that's that's good enough to take pictures, to look at TikTok, to be oh, on YouTube, to no. to they, they need the brick phone. That's that, the best one for everyone. Nokia. They need the flip phone. Yes, and the, the Nokia. Nokia brick. The Nokia what brick. more do you need? The Nokia. <laughs> what more do you, you need to just call your mom and be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, mom, I'm going to Jessica's house." They don't use. Or the, you the, need a safety for that, like just to let your parents know shit, yeah. like at that age. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, now they they had those clocks, right? The the watch you had just to call your parents, and everything is secure. There's a GPS on it, yeah. But then you get your kids used to that, and the next step is what the phone. Oh. And they already have those those kitty clock when they're four or five years old. So what do you expect when they're seven? They're ready for the iPhone. And they're ready to make TikToks. Oh, wow. and, uh, so it's this heartbreaking. So, so you make your here. kid potentially already hooked on this, potentially exposed to violent images, uh, pornographic images, to images that's going to break the self-esteem of your child. So come on, just like have a little thought about you know, what you're putting in the hand of your children and mm-hmm. how you're using your kids' mm-hmm. pictures, potentially, I think. So, yeah, a good law. I guess I feel like the thumb, the rule of thumb is: Would you send your child to sit behind a uh, Ramatusen or any like store check here? Like, if they cannot sit there and check people out, why are we making them work? Because you know, like, if they're like seven, eight, you're not going to mm. expect them to go to work. You're not expecting them to go to make money. Yeah. 
why are we taking pictures of them and doing because they're not like in the age of consent like maybe no. they could say no or, oh yes that sounds fun but they don't really know what they're saying yes mm-hmm. to when you're 14 15 you kind of have a bigger concept in okay i want to be in that picture okay yeah. i want to do that you'd kind of know what you're doing when you're 14 15 you don't know everything mm-hmm. but and, and i think that what what comes up here for me what i thought about was you know those children that go into competition i'm thinking honey boo boo mm-hmm. i'm thinking also uh, there's a lot of children modeling for or acting from a very young age right but those things are uh, contracted and there is some sort of regulation there so if we could have some sort of contract with parents who decide to use their kids to sell something to make money on their kids back that's how i see it oh um you know it is exploitation yeah yeah i get that then there should be a contract there should be a a clause to Mm -hmm. to protect the child Mm. and and so the child can maybe have a say even if the parents are saying yeah the money goes into the child's account it's like "Mm, just you know have have some paperwork there Mm. done somewhere if it's gonna go in we might as well get like legal yeah and also, um, Honey Boo Boo Chat, we need to cancel. It's cancelled. <laughs> it should not be legal. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, yeah, they're milking it till the end. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. Even if the child says yes and, like, a mum asks the child, are you okay with taking a few pictures for modelling or something like that? And they actually do say yes. They don't understand the implications and the consequences no. behind that. And they probably won't be at the full capacity to understand all of the implications. Mm. That like It's like what you said, age of consent. Like, they're not going to understand even if you explain it in the simplest of terms they won't Mm -hmm. get it so I feel like it's just wrong it's just like exploiting the kid and it's really sad as well I feel like I kind of bad parenting because why would you do that to your child and the money yeah it might be going into the kid's account but who's actually going to be using the money Mm -hmm. who's actually profiting from that this is a question for you all listeners and so yes to regulation and yes to a break 